Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. I am very, very excited, um, and not because it's Friday. I, I work from home, so to me, a Friday is like a Tuesday, but um, I, it is a beautiful day out. Uh, a little hot. I am very excited about today's show because I watched this film the other day, and I just really, really dig it. Um, and it, I'm so excited to uh, be talking uh, to our guests today from this film. Uh, the film technically drops on the 1st of June, which is a couple days, and um, it's fantastic. Uh, our guests today are Mr. Rye Barrett and Joanna Saul. Let's get them, uh, let's get them on here. Hey, guys. How are you? Great. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? Thanks so much for having us. <laughs> Glad to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um what a what a cool film, huh? I um I love it. It was it's really um it, it took hold of me. I was I started watching this and, and it's uh, uh I don't want to give anything away. But um <laughs> other than the fact that this film was out of sight, man. Well it's great, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, twists, so it's it's a little hard to talk about without spoiling. But um, yeah, I'm really <laughs> glad you liked it. Yeah, that's one of our one of the the, tr- the tr- it's one of the trickier things that we're we're dealing with is, is trying to talk about it and make it sound interesting without giving all the twists away because there's a lot of them. <laughs> right, right. Well, let's. Let's give everybody a quick overview. Um, I mean, we have a screenwriter uh, that, that the film is, and he's up against the deadline, right? I mean, he's uh, it's got to get done. And uh, I'll, I'll let you two uh, kind of give the broad strokes of the outline. Not necessarily like we're in a pitch meeting, but, you know, so people kind of get an idea what they're going. Because this is, I don't even know what, you, what, what type of genre you would put this in. I, I guess. Mystery thriller, maybe. Yeah, we we were having an issue trying to pinpoint that too in the, in the very beginning, um, because it's just it, yeah, it's a psychological thriller mystery. There's elements of horror in there as well. It's, it's hard to kind of pinpoint exactly just what it is, but yeah, I guess psychological thriller is the closest. But the film itself, yeah, it's about a screenwriter who. Um, he, he's just been through uh, a traumatic experience, and we, we don't, as an audience, we don't exactly know what that was, but it, it was something that affected him, him in a big way. And anyway, he jumps into this new job that he's hired to do to write this, this new film script, and he kind of begins to dive into it, but he's having a bit of writer's block, and things around him are kind of uh, weird. There's strange things are happening. He's wearing, hearing things and experiencing some strange a phenomenon happening around him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and ladies and gentlemen, there's a cat. So if you're a fan of cats, <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> that's all I'll say about that. Um, very yeah. well, well. Again, like you said, this is kind of a weird movie to which I love. It, it's weird in a great sense. Don't get me wrong. This is right up uh, mine and my wife's alley, man. We, we're into this kind of stuff. Um, but it's hard for promo because you you don't. There are twists and turns and 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 things are kind of you know you think it's one of those movies you come away. And you're definitely going to think about it for uh, for a minute there. You know, you're going to be like, hmm, I want, does that symbolize? I still felt like I was in college again in, in like an interpretive art class or something, you know. <laughs> what did that mean? <laughs> what did that When she said, oh, what's going on here? That cat, yeah, it, de- it definitely raises a lot of questions. Yeah, and Absolutely. I think after it- you watch it, I mean, obviously – you know, if people have the time after you watch it, I think it would be a really cool experience to go back and like even watch it for a second time or skim through it. Because once you kind of know the twists, it would be cool to rewatch certain moments and be like, Oh, like I understand why that was happening now, you know? So that would yeah, be all, something right. cool for people to do. It all kind of comes full circle and, and yeah, watching it a, another a second time through, you, you would see all of the little details that, are all there right in front of you the whole time. Uh, but they're just, you're being, they're being experienced in a different way, in a different uh, viewpoint. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Now you both are um, Canadian thespians. Um, you guys are in Toronto? Yes. Uh, yes. Nice. Nice. One of my favorite cities in the whole wide world. Um, I hope things are, uh, I, you know, you, you don't even hear much on the news. Uh, I'm just, I, I'm assuming everything's going well, um, you know, with the pandemic and everything in, in Toronto uh, and everyone's doing their thing. Um, hopefully every, that's the case. We're, well, we're, we're just nearing the end of uh, a few, a few things just reopened. We were in a full, full on lockdown, um, but a few things just started reopening outdoor activities and stuff. And uh, our outdoor dining and everything is about to reopen. Well, hopefully if everything stays on track uh, by mid June. So we're, yeah, we're still kind of in the middle of of a lockdown, but it's uh, things are getting better. They were, they were getting a little crazy again, but um, now numbers are are dropping and everything's uh, seems to be getting back to uh, on the right track. Yeah, we See, had a while there where we they had were smart. Really, yeah, we had Go a while ahead, where we had like really high, uh, really high numbers. So the, our province like did a pretty strict lockdown in response to that. Um, but yeah, as Rye said, it is you know we're there's light at the end of the tunnel now, and we're all a bit more hopeful that we can finally get back to some sort of normalcy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. I did not. I don't think anybody expected this to um, uh, go go the way it did. And uh, and man, I got to tell you, I'm in South Florida. It's like the Studio 54 of it down here. It is. It is. It was <laughs> crazy. And and people are just like, oh well, you know, politics. I'm like, the virus doesn't care about politics. It doesn't know that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it's the virus, man. Yeah. It's been uh, it's, it's been some crazy politics. some crazy times. Oh, I'm telling you. It, well, yeah, that's what I was telling my neighbors. You know, it's an old, elder lady, and she, and 
she was saying that. I'm like, that's like trying to talk a shark out of not eating you. It ain't going to work, man. It just, <laughs> that ain't the way to do that's it. That's a great you know? way to Are you put kidding? it. Yeah, it's true. There's no no reason when you're talking about a virus. It's it's uh, you know it is what it is, and it's there for whatever reason. And you can't invent politics or anything else to try and get around it and to just live your life normally and try to ignore it. It's, it doesn't work that way. Yep. But uh, where in south of Florida are you? Oh. Oh no! Did did we drop again? <laughs> I think we dropped again. There must be, and I wonder what it is. I wonder if it has anything to do with the weather because we have like this a huge storm system all around us right now. Yeah, it was snowing at my house this morning. Yeah, I know it was snowing. <laughs> we woke up Crazy. and just told me like it's snowing outside. I was like, yeah, sh- right, sure. He's like, no, it's like <laughs> it's like freezing and snowing and shitty outside. So I, I couldn't I believe it. Test, test, yes, test. Sir. Hello. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're here. Yeah. All right. All right. Now it was not. It was not the weather. I could hear you guys. Oh, uh, could you? There you go. Huh. Yeah. For some reason, my little helpful computer AI thing here just informed me that it switched off my microphone to try a better. I, I don't know. I I hate when oh. this I really do. Anyway. <laughs> We're back. Hey, technology, eh? all this it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I was going to say, um, in, rela- in, in relation to when I brought up COVID, is um, I hope, number one, your people, everybody was okay and, uh, and doing well and whatnot, and, you know, safe and health and, uh, healthy and happy and all that. Um, number two, did you guys, had you guys already filmed this prior to uh, the lockdown and all that? No, we actually, um, we started shooting this about approximately three months into our the very first lockdown uh, last last year, right around this time, a little bit earlier. Wow. Um, we would have been, been wrapping up filming right around this time, I think. If, is that, that's about, timing's about right on that, right, Joanna? Uh, we started shooting, like, it was basically June 1st. Wow. That's amazing. Was it so, June? I, it's like a okay. whole year. Yeah. We started later than I like, actually thought then. I've, I've been off this whole time. I thought we were shooting in May. So, <laughs> so yeah, we started a little later then. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, basically when we started shooting, um, the lockdown restrictions were that only five people could be indoors at once. So we shot this with literally five people. So Rye, me, the director, the DOP, and um, a guy named Mike, who was our first AD, first AC, just everything. Grip, gapper, um, everything in between. <laughs> yeah, and then our sound guy, Steve, was outside uh, in a van doing, like, remote sound almost entirely. Wow. Yeah, it was really crazy. And then That's a amazing. couple of days into shooting, they actually lifted the five-person thing, So, but we kind of maintained it anyway just to be extra safe. Um, but, yeah, it was right. wild. We shot this entire thing with, like, uh, the most skeleton crew you could have and uh, in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. How the, cool the first, is that? The, the, hard car, the hardcore lockdown part of it where, where everything, yeah, everything was, was new and no one was really knowing what was was going on exactly and 
yeah, there was such a small group of us there, and it uh, the restrictions lightened up just a little bit in London, Ontario, where we were shooting about halfway through our shoot. But we, Greg specifically wanted to start shooting before the lockdown, uh, like we had all um, quarantined and and like we were all mm. safe and bubbled and everything. But he wanted to start shooting a little bit early for specific reasons that you will see at the end of this film, um, so that we right. could actually capture some of the that uh that stuff so it's yeah i mean there's um it's one of those situations where it's uh it, it gave us a totally new experience to shoot something and to be safe in a very specific way and um yeah it was fun it was i mean it was such a fun creative thing to do in the middle of this because i think we were all dying to just do something to to like occupy our, our minds and have like a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And amazing. I think the lockdown kind of, you know, when you're shooting outside and stuff, it can be helpful when there aren't people around, you know, uh, in terms of making sure that you don't have random people walking into your shot and all that kind of stuff. So it actually kind of worked for, for the scenes that we have to shoot outside. So that was like a little perk. <laughs> It was good. Nice. It was good though. Nice. There was one specific day where it was we we needed to, sh- to shoot something in a place where yeah, <laughs> there's normally people and, and uh, it became a sunny day and all of a sudden people did start coming out and we had to t- to shoot around them. But I'm sure had it not been um, the ex- the you know the lockdown and quarantine time, it would there would have been we wouldn't have been able to do it. It just it would have been there would have been too many people. Well, that's cool. The art would not be stopped, ladies and gentlemen. You know, and it's, it's kind of cool. Everybody else was doing uh, sourdough starter bread and, uh, you know, mix and whatnot. <laughs> you guys are making a feature film. How cool is that? Exactly. I know. Yeah, I mean, impressive, I the, the result. Like, they were able to make something. Like, I, I would never have guessed this was such a small crew, you know. They really, it's pretty impressive what they were able to do. See, yeah. but what you've done now is every producer is going to watch this and say, yeah, but look what, and it'll be the standard. It'll be, look what they did. Look at, you know, look at open your eyes there. You don't need 47 people. <laughs> yeah, we don't need people. to pay all don't need people. Right. And Chris will be like, I'm not doing 87 jobs again, man. It ain't going to happen. No way. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing is you you got to have the right people. You got to have the right kind of team to pull something off like this because it's everyone has to do extra. You you got to be wearing multiple hats and you got to be willing to have patience and you know deal with all the extra work that comes with having so few people there. Mhm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S.
My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a nonprofit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rock's Gear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Let me ask you guys just a bit on your background. Um, Ryan, Joanna, uh, when you were youngsters uh, growing up there in in Ontario, um, I lived in Chatham, Ontario, too, for a minute. Uh, a million oh, years. Yeah. You guys probably weren't even born yet. Uh, but um, <laughs> did you guys know that, uh, you know, a movie star was going to be in your future, you know, acting and, and entertainment and all that? No, not 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 at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I always, 
I always loved films. I've always been a film geek in general. Um, and and growing up, I was always involved in drama and such in, in school all the way through, you know, starting in grade school and high school. And I continued into sort of the entertainment area. I used to play in rock bands and punk bands and stuff. And I was kind of more focused on that uh, sort of thing. So the, the, the acting was just never something I thought that could be um, something I could pursue seriously. And then it, it kind of things switched over and some interesting elements all came together and here I am. That's fantastic. How about you, Joanna? When you were a young lad? Yeah, I I actually did. It was kind of always a a dream in the back of my head, I think. Um, Like many kids, you know, I was like, always would love putting on little like theater performances for my parents and was really into doing like musical theater at camp and stuff like that. And then, um, but yeah, when I got in high school, I think I did a couple on camera acting classes just to kind of see what it was like. But I didn't really know it was something I was actually going to pursue as a career until after I graduated from university and yeah, it was just, you know, a lot of people in my peer circle were getting kind of your normal jobs. And I was like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm going to kick myself if I don't actually give this a shot. Like, I don't want to wake up in 20 years and be like, why didn't I try to go for that when I was young? So, yeah, I, I went for it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's great advice. I, I can't think of better advice um, for any youngsters out there that are listening, you know, don't have those regrets, you know, have a memory. Sure. It's much better to say, yeah. I tried this for a little bit and it, it didn't, well, you know, look at, look at Roy, you know, he, he was going to be a, a, a punk rock star, you know, that's fine. <laughs> he still could he be. a lot of clubs, <laughs> but you know, yeah. now he's an actor. He gets to date models now. So, you know, that's fun <laughs> too. No. I'm kind of cheap. Yeah, I think um, life is so short. You gotta, you gotta at least try to go after what you want, and if it doesn't work out, it'll lead you down a cool path at least. Exactly. Yeah, definitely exactly. get a definitely swing for the fences when you when you like if you love and that's the thing is like you might not necessarily think that you can uh, do this thing and make it uh, you know your your living and the thing that you. Um, that you constantly do and, and work at, but that's all it is. It's just constantly working at something. If you want to do it and, and your mindset to it and you love doing it, then just continue to do it and you'll figure it out. And you'll find a way. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm not in the movie business. Um, uh, I am definitely one of the uh, civilian friends that, that, as you said, Raya, a, a, a movie, um, a movie geek. I'm, I'm that friend. I have the backyard movie theater. You know, I make my friends watch movies with subtitles and stuff. And, um, <laughs> you know, I love film. Um, but I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures of people. And I have people all the time, youngsters, that'll, they'll, they'll want to do that. You know, they're like, oh, I, I wish I could sit around. And, I'm like, yeah, I wish I could do that too. But it's funny you know, on Facebook, I don't know, you guys probably are more instagram I imagine, um, but over on Facebook, they have a thing where it's your memories, you know, and it's like, you click on it, it's a little, here's what yeah, you were yeah. doing, you know, a couple of years ago. And yeah. so I clicked on it t- this morning, and it was like seven years ago today, 
And I was bitching about a 17-hour, I'm like, another 17-hour workday. And, you know, I was kind of making a little joke. And, um, you know, that was seven years ago. <laughs> and, yeah. Was that and it was yesterday, too. Of art? <laughs> and, yeah, well, yeah, just in just Out of my day, um, you know, maybe five hours is spent painting. Um, out of the 17, you know, the rest is on the phone and Making right. things happen, you know, you got it's the business side of it. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. It's the, the thing they didn't talk about in art school, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They kind of skip over all the realities, don't they? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's, uh, I know when my, my wife's uh, annoyed with me, she'll, okay, Picasso, uh, we need a new dryer. It's acting up. Better get to work. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <ma'am. laughs> I remember one time about a year ago, I was complaining about something, and um, I, I was I was just not digging these these commission paintings I was doing, and uh, just you know sometimes you got to do stuff that you you know it's life, and uh, but I was just kind of venting, blowing off a little steam, and I'm like, oh, I'm sick of you, blah blah blah. She was like, well, that's fine, but you took their money, so you got to finish them, you know, then you can go deliver pizzas or whatever. I'm like. Shut me up real quick. I got back to work and <laughs> with a new perspective, you know. She's the yeah. smart one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's crazy. Cool. Any... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to Sorry, I was gonna say, yeah, any you know, any job in the arts, even if it sounds amazing, like you're you're always gonna have to do stuff that you're not that thrilled about in any line of work, I oh. think. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the... Sometimes the glamour or, or 90% of the time, the glamour that people think comes with, uh, you know, acting or filmmaking or any, any kind of thing like that is just not, it's not a reality really. I mean, unless you are Chris Hemsworth or, you know, on that level um, where you, you, you know, there is glamour involved and stuff, but then they got to deal with other issues too that, you know, they have no freedom of to just walk around without being hounded too. So it's, Mm-hmm. There's always another right. side. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And you know the interesting thing too is the, the people I know in your guys' business, um, on many different levels too, uh different people I know, um, they're always working. They are always it isn't as nearly as glamorous as you see in the movies, um uh or, or you would think, you know, um everybody's gotta be up at four in the morning, you know, and going home at 10 yeah. o'clock at night, you know, just a lot of work and um, more work than play, more work than play. Um, yeah, the hours are definitely, um, the hours can definitely be tricky. They're not, they're not a typical work day, that's for sure. No. And the, it's also one of those things where, yeah, the hours in general are crazy. And then the thing is, while you're working on a job, you're working on, uh, finding the next job and also promoting the last job and, tr- you know, <laughs> you're working on everything in between while you're, it's like jobs layered on jobs, you know, and you just have to keep it going. Absolutely. I learned that during uh, doing the show here um, when I, you know, years ago when I first started doing it, I, um, you know, I'd talk to, I'd meet actors and actresses like yourselves and, um, we'd be promoting whatever project uh, that they had, you know, that they were, you know, that we had been scheduled to promote. And um, the interesting thing is 
that, because movie time, it takes a while. They don't just, you know, bring that clapper down and then a week later the movie comes out. No, there's usually a, a year or so, you know, usually a length of time mm-hmm. um, yeah. before that. And they've since done two or three other projects. So their mind is kind of on that, you know, because they just finished up. The clapper came down for those projects. And they're like, oh, let me think. That was two years ago when we filmed this. Um it was funny happened, you know, and it, it, it <laughs> yeah. took them a second to recall it, you know. Um, yeah. But a lot of the, the, the people, the civilians out here don't realize that. You know, we, we see something on the TV or on the movie screen, and we, and we think, oh, this was filmed last Thursday. No, no, that isn't the case <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's it's funny. When it, whenever you start doing interviews and, and talking about stuff and promoting it, you really do have to go back and revisit uh like the shoot and, and try to think of, Oh yeah, we did this. And then, the, you know, then all the stories and um, the experiences kind of come, come back. But yeah, you, it's, there's always usually at least a year in between. So it's uh, yeah, you got to revisit it all and, and bring it back. And, and uh, then it all starts, you know, flowing again. But just like when I was saying that I thought we shot in May and I was like a, a full month off. So. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's I heard you say that on another interview, and I was like, "Yeah, it was June. So it was June." It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying, I've been saying, approximately a year ago, I was like, "I think it was right around now." So, give or take yeah. a month. What's that, right? Who's, yeah. who's been counting well, time in the past year anyway? <laughs> I yeah, what is time anymore? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This this year was kind of weird. Um, well, it's cool. It's cool. Now, this comes out in a couple days. This drops video on demand, uh, DVD, Blu-ray, all that on June 1st. Now, again, that was, that's next Tuesday, right? Yeah. It's I mean, actually that's, a pretty yeah. quick turnaround. Like, I don't know. Often it takes even longer than a year, so they they did a pretty good job. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s this is a message from the centers for disease control and prevention older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from covid19 if you are at higher risk you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition, or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, 
jewelry, and accessories. The Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS. That's R-O-X-X for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books, uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, she's a fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. And I think Especially what I learned from film. this. Sorry, what I think I learned from this is like. Um, you know, to Rye's point about kind of forgetting the stories, like it'd probably be smart to kind of maybe keep a little like note in your phone or something on set, like when funny things mm-hmm. happen to kind of even not for press, just for your own memories, like uh, or a journal of the fun memories. Like I know even when I travel, I'm always you always kind of wish afterwards that you had written down the funny things that happened. So. That might be a little practice I take into my next project. It's like, hey, I'm going to write down fun stuff that happened. I usually, well, what I you got to do? I'll try, and, I'll try and refer to my phone a bunch because I usually, you know, I'll snap a bunch of photos or videos while during the mm-hmm. shoot. So it's kind of like my own video diary, I guess. But, but yeah, a lot of times you do miss, just miss some of the things, and then they'll pop up later, and you'll realize, oh yeah, I should, that was a great story. I should have told that, but completely didn't think of it at the time yeah absolutely absolutely you know or just you know you got to get a a photographer and a uh a blogger a journal journal or something to a journal or what that's not even a word um you know just somebody like that in your entourage though and then that's their job is to kind of yeah that's hey. true <laughs> When we can, when I can start, yeah, when we can start paying for an entourage, I'll be, uh, I'll get, I'm going to get right on that. <laughs> we should have given Mike that job. 
Uh, oh. Mike, on top of the on top of the two hundred things you're doing, can you journal down this funny joke I just made? <laughs> By the way, can you touch up my face here? I, I need poor Mike. Poor Mike. Yeah. I hope he's listening. I hope he's listening. Mike, you made the movie happen, baby. You made the movie happen. You, he really a very, did. A very crucial part, that's for sure. And he he uh, actually did uh, like the behind the scenes documentary on it too like he shot all the, the behind the scenes interviews and stuff like that too so he kind really? of was doing that actually <laughs> well, that's that's true. I forgot. I yeah. was talking to um, a, a friend of mine who's a uh, also an independent film he's probably he's not at the level you guys are at but um, you know he's, he's trying he's, he's, he's climbing the wall you know um, like us all and we're on just at different places on it um, but he told me something very interesting because he said, I can't afford to go to film school. Um, but what I do do is every movie I watch, he goes, I love getting the, uh, the DVD or the, the Blu-ray or whatever, because they always have that, that um, oh, I don't, I, there's probably a name for it that I don't know. But the, um, there's usually a, like a play-by-play almost. Of, well, in this shot, what we are and usually the director, in your guys' case, Greg would have, you know, right. maybe been over yeah. there. You know, we, we were going for this, and this is how we did this, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and I take notes. It's like a class for me. And I'm like, that's really wow. different. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it, it really that's is. That's amazing. I, I do the same thing, actually. I, it's, I, I, I'm, a, like I said, movie geek, and I collect a ton of uh, – I, I have a shelves on shelves of Blu-rays, DVDs, VHS. <laughs> like, I actually have some, uh, like, Betamax that I can't even play because I don't have a player, but – I, same thing, I, I well, study all the uh, commentaries and behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff that, that you get with owning the physical media. It's, it's just such a bonus. And, you know, just for scene studying and all that kind of stuff, it's it's, it's a great way to learn. Yeah, absolutely. I love having uh, going back and watching a film. Now, this is um, Open Your Eyes is definitely, as you were saying earlier, Joanna, um, one that it's one of those movies that I will go back and watch, uh, rewatch um, again and again, just because it's so cool. Um, but I love that. I, I love, uh, you know, um, I'll give you a good example. I have everybody seen this film and I've probably seen it 300 times is um, back to the future. I, I, I will watch that movie again and again and again. It's yeah. Good yeah. Classic. So many levels, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and not to find fault, I, I have a friend of mine that does that. They'll go through, um, they're like, oh, well, he was laying this way in that scene. And then in this, I'm like, shut up. Don't ruin it for me, man. I, I don't care about that. I, I wanna... Yeah, I'm more, I'm more like that myself, too. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, some people are, yeah. you know. Yeah. But um, it's, it's very, very cool. And this film, well, like I said, it's dropping next week. Now, um, with things, or maybe uh, you'll do this via Zoom or something, you think you guys will all get together um, on, uh, or is everybody just going to be refreshing their, their screens a lot to see what the numbers roll in at uh, on, on the first? Yeah, that's a good question. We don't have something uh, planned, unless I'm forgetting something right. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, um, yeah, it would Nothing be fun for all specific of us. yet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be fun I to kind gotcha. of do some sort of watch party or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could have some. I know. I think it'd be easy, easy enough to do. Yeah. Do it. It now. would be virtual, unfortunately, one, but. Well, that's one good thing about the last year is everybody knows how to uh, stream now. Um, 
You know, I, I have elder relatives that used to call me, how do I get this Roku to work? What is it? You know, and, and all these, mm-hmm. now everybody's an expert, you know, and everybody knows how to network and, <laughs> and it was amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah we've all great. leveled up our, our technology skills for sure. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, man. I got my wife one of these. It's like a metal thing that hooks to the uh, the bed, and um, it holds her phone. So she can, like, because she'd watch – she got into such a habit of watching her phone when she would go to bed. And I'm like, well, that's a drag. You have to hold that thing there. So I saw this thing on Amazon, <laughs> and I'm like, well, now you don't have to hold it. You can just lay there and, uh, you know, eat popcorn or whatever you want to do, and uh, it holds it for you. So. Brilliant. I'm the same way. I I usually (laughs) fall asleep watching a movie or a TV show or something. And I, you know, I have it sitting on the side of my bed, but I have, yeah, I'm the same thing. I got like a little, uh, a stand that you flip your phone into. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Technology. We'll be on Mars before you know it with this rate. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, very, very cool. Well, you guys, I'm going to tell you this, you guys already know this, but, Keep doing what you're doing, man. You both are so good at it. This is such a good film, and you both are amazing in it. Um, so I can't wait to see the next projects, you know? Thanks yeah, lot, thanks so yeah. much. That we means a lot. Appreciate it. I'm so happy you liked it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know you guys are busy, and they've got you doing a million of these uh, promos and whatnot. Um, are you, they got you scheduled over the weekend doing a bunch? Um since we're up against her, you guys got a pretty much open weekend. Um, I, I have one more. I, ha- I had to reschedule from yesterday that I'm doing later tonight, but then nothing over the weekend that I know of. Nice. Yes. Yeah, the weekend is free as well, which is nice. Hopefully the weather will get nicer and we can have yeah, a sunny weekend. You guys were saying but... there's, a, there's a storm happening right now. Yeah, which yeah. I, I know we're we're really like – we're not helping the Canadian stereotype right now, but it, it, it snowed this morning, which is crazy. That is not normal it's, for May. Yeah. It was thirty. It was thirty um, degrees. It was super hot. The other, like for the past two weeks, it's been amazing. Glorious weather yeah. outside, and then today it's snowing. <laughs> yeah. So Yesterday I was literally. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, so, so that, that type of weather will 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 trick you. And you catch colds real easy in it, you know, because you're like, ah, oh, I'm not going to bring a sweater or windbreaker or anything. <laughs> yeah. And then you get out somewhere or something and, yeah, it's 30 degrees. Yeah. You're like, I should have worn think, long underwear. What was I thinking? I think <laughs> yeah. this, one, this is a bit of a, a fr- like a freak storm thing that's happening right now because it, it is supposed to go right back up and be a lot nicer for the rest of the week, I'm pretty sure. That's so, good. yeah, hopefully this this is the uh, – Got to be. This has got to be the last time I see snow this year because it's been gone for a while. And, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not staying on the ground. It just kind of fell and melted, right? But yeah, I know it was crazy. Yesterday God. I was literally sitting in the sun, like sweating, and then I wake up this morning and it's snowing, and I'm freezing in my house <laughs> wearing a fleece sweater. Like, what is going on? And the dog still needs to go out. Yeah, it's it's one of those. I've, I've had those. I've had those. Well, I tell you what. Yeah. Next year, hopefully, the world will be uh, you know a little more stable again. Um, well, you guys have a new friend in South Florida, so you know we're two blocks from the yeah. beach. Come on down anytime. <laughs> Not bad. For sure. 
especially <laughs> where in uh, Florida a, are you? A little town called Deerfield Beach, uh, a little beach town. It's it's up. Uh, you've probably heard that. of Boca Raton. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I've you know that. Deerfield. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my my mom has a cousin who lives around there, and I went to a wedding a couple of years ago, and we stayed in Deerfield. That's the place. Cool. That's. I never <laughs> planned on it. I uh, I grew up in, uh, like I said, I lived in Chatham. Our family moved to uh, Detroit, uh, school in Boston, and out to Southern California. And I came to visit a friend here in uh, Florida about ten years ago, and you know, met a girl and all that, but. Um, so here I am. <laughs> but, nice. Here I am. Uh, yeah, your no, weather is a hell of a lot better than ours today. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not bad. Expect two Canadians to come to you in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm on this organic gardening kick now, and uh, so I was, I'm out in it every day and, um, you know, growing stuff and whatnot, and it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Hard not it's hard to be bad at it here because it's it's you know? it's uh, you grow anything. The right weather. Very yeah, cool. Sure. Oh yeah, it, yeah, it's brilliant. The soil sucks, but you know it's not bad. Hey, yeah. you guys, like I said, uh, everybody, I want you to see. Open your eyes. We have a link to the IMDb. Um, this will be dropping um, come uh, Tuesday, and on my social media. Don't fret, everybody. When this drops. Well, it's on video on demand. I mean, everybody knows how to do that. It's on, your, you know, how are you yeah. watching cable well, or whatever. It, uh, it just came out on pre-order on iTunes, like, today. So people can pre-order nice. it now, and then they'll be yeah. able to have it ready to go June 1st. Yeah. And when you Fantastic. when you pre-order, you get a few – there's a few extra perks. You do get uh, some bloopers and behind-the-scenes and commentaries and stuff. And right now, if you, if you pre-order before – June first, um, there's a contest too to win a mug, uh, handcrafted uh, this skull and crossbones mug that was they were in the movie too. So there's a couple of perks if you cool. pre-order it. How cool is that? And yeah. that, ladies and gentlemen, will get you on the Pawn Stars. If you ever short on cash in ten years or something, you can take that <laughs> mug in, and they'll say, "There you go." Well, here's ten thousand dollars right here. And you're like, "No, I need twenty. It'll be worth like, okay. so much. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah, let's absolutely. Hope. <laughs> absolutely. Well, this movie, you know, honestly, this is, in, it's one of those movies, if you're like me, ladies and gentlemen, and there's certain movies that you just, that you love that are, that are weird and a little twisted and, and just cool, you know. Um, Jacob's Ladder comes to mind, The Shining, um, uh, you know, all these types of things like that. And this fits right in there. It fits right in there, so um, I, I think you'll really dig it. You know, I I, I love yeah. this film. So. Those are there those are definitely two two big influences. Those those two uh, the dark uh, the dark half. Um, mm. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot of like, very. It falls into definitely that's the category where it would uh, fit in. Yeah, and you guys made that during the lockdown. That's amazing. I think that's fantastic. How cool is that? You can tell people that. That's one of those films that, you, you know, 10 years from now you'll be talking about it. And be, you weren't in it. Come on, man. Everybody's seen that. Like, yeah, yeah, I was. Well, that's, I was. And this is one of the things, too, with with it being, you know, it's an, an indie film and uh, we don't have millions and millions of dollars for, for promo and for everything else. So it is, it's totally 
we need word of mouth and uh, for anyone who sees it and likes it, uh, it really, really helps when people go online and, you know, give it a like here or write an honest review, what you thought of it. It really, really helps, you know, when we don't have that extra money to reach out to the massive companies to keep paying them for the next, you know, six months. It really, really helps the word of mouth and like the ground base of uh, fans and uh, followers to, to, you know, just go wherever you watch it, hit a like or, or rate it on IMDb or, or Rotten Tomatoes or wherever you, uh, wherever you free, frequent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Tell your and friends. And you don't have to, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to write a doctoral thesis, you know, just, just a couple sentences, <laughs> no. you know, that's, yeah. that just helps let us know. immensely. It, it, yeah, it's 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 a weird thing, and I've I've noticed this over the years that people tend if people are negative towards something they if they seek something out and they will be very audibly negative about something. But if somebody likes it, you know, a lot of times you'll hear somebody recommend something or whatever. But I I find a lot of people don't go out of their way to go and like write a review or rate something as often. So it's mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's great. It's great, and it's so appreciated when people do like we. We do see this stuff. Filmmakers see this stuff, and we we make the movies and films for people to uh, to be entertained by. So we we really appreciate it when it when somebody you know connects with it, and uh, it's just such a, a satisfying thing to to know that you connected with somebody. Yeah, and especially oh, yeah. with this, you know, there was it was such a passion project, right? Like there were so few of us. All of us were, you know, we all played more roles than one, and. Even Rye and I were helping behind the scenes. And so with such a passionate project, it, it means even more, you know. There's there's no anonymity in the crew. It's not like there's 200 crew members who don't really care about the film anymore. Like, there was just six of us, and we all care a lot. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Well, as an artist, you know, you, you, it, it, there, there is such a cool feeling. Um, when people are digging what you're doing, man, digging what you're doing. I'm telling you, I, we saw a lot of paintings on eBay, and I prob- I think we have, I don't know, a couple hundred um, reviews, you know, where people are like, oh, I really dug the painting or whatever. And um, out of like a thousand, <laughs> you know, that we sold on there, I'm like, well, I guess 800 people. Of course, you know, when you're the insecure artist, um, and I think any of the creative types always have that little nagging voice, you know. My first thought yeah. is, well, I guess 800 people didn't like the painting, you know. What do I need to do? And uh, my wife's like, uh, no, they keep buying it, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. For some, I don't, don't know why that much, is. But... I, I, I don't know why the, the negative people who have a negative connection feel the need to go out I and mean, be so um, – Intent on vocal, making sure that you know it. <laughs> I don't. Whereas, right. whereas, like you know, with the positive ones, it's like, you know, you still, you obviously see them and you hear them, and especially with with reviews. But um, with like user user ratings and stuff like that, you sometimes you just don't see it as often. Oh, absolutely, and it's weird because a lot of people don't realize that in the business side of of this or or music or or anything really. Um, there are meetings that happen, and it's usually, uh, you know, somebody with a ponytail and a suit. And uh, the first thing they, the first things they'll ask are, "What's the engagement? Um, what, what are the numbers? Well, what's the rating at? You know?" And it's like, mm-hmm. "Have you watched this? Have you looked at the painting? Have you listened to the track?" Um, <laughs> you know, no, we just want the numbers. Yeah. And, 
Because they want to bet on a sure thing is what it is. I mean, I get it, but I don't know. It 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 sticks in my craw a little bit uh, as as a creative person, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We work hard on this stuff. These guys went out and braved a pandemic. And the thing is, this is <laughs> this wasn't last week when we we're all like, oh, well, we'll be okay. It's just when can we stop wearing these masks? They were filming this when people were like, is, is, are we going to be living in the road warrior world? <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a very a uncertain time. It, it oh, was, absolutely. Yeah. I was nervous. I was nervous, truth be known, you know. One of the reasons I started growing food. <laughs> well, hey guys, I know I've kept you too long, but I appreciate it. I could I could do one of those Joe Rogans and talk to you guys for hours and hours. Um, you're both fascinating. Great film. Keep making them, man. Keep making them. Thanks so well, much. Thanks. Well, we'll thanks have to so much, we'll yeah. have to be back on sometime in the future and talk again. Absolutely, yeah, anytime, we- anytime. Been, yeah, thanks for having us. It's been a pleasure and absolutely appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, folks, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us today. This episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast and pushed on all the various social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. However you listen to podcasts, chances are we're on it. Um, the last sheet I got, uh, thing I got, we're on 363 of them. I didn't know there were that many podcasting platforms, but there are. And wow. we're on it. So uh, mm. it's pretty cool. So Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, all that. Pandora. I didn't even know. Well, I'm, I'm glad we are. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, it's amazing. So um, very, very cool. Oh, and good news for those keeping track. Um, I don't know if I inspired it or what, but UK, you've edged out uh, this week. Germany, for our second uh, country of listeners. Since we've had a couple really cool Canadian actors on today, Canada, I'm looking at you. Hopefully those numbers will come up a little bit as well. Uh, You can't let the UK beat you. Come on, man. Uh, Very cool, everybody. We will see you uh, on Monday. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.